tools of the state, and Absolutely. and you're not you're not there, you're not there to protect people anymore. No, right? they're, they're, they're to protect the interests of the state and exactly. private corporation. Yeah, you're protecting pro property. That's what you're protecting. You're protecting, you know, corporations. You're yeah. protecting money. You're protecting, you know, oil. You're you're not protecting people. You're protecting. Take away those diamonds. I don't need those rocks. A second-hand car and a new pair of socks. I want liberty without conditions. Let's try that take two. Would you like to introduce the show, John? Absolutely. And it's good evening from Chasing Descent with me, Jaipo, in the van in France, Ben in the studio in Nouveau. We have a new set today where we have big comfy chairs. Um, we are looking at the week in news with an irreverent look at it, and there's been a lot happening this week. What do you think, there's, Ben? There's a fucking lot happening right now, isn't there, John? I mean, look at the, the yes. whole Kabul situation. I mean, I'm not too I'm not too up to scratch on it, but I can see um, I've seen a lot of posts from ex-soldiers today um, posting how upset, disappointed, and how betrayed they feel even uh, from the decisions being made that have allowed this to happen. Yeah. So um, I think we need to listen to them. And, um, you know, I saw I saw a post from a guy earlier who lost his legs 11 years ago yep. in the country. And he said he just he doesn't know how to feel about what's going on. Yeah. And I, I can I can certainly see his point because these people were sent over there on a lie. I might add. Yeah. They were sent. They, they were sent. They were sent to the Middle East for. No real reason, I would say, based on, you know, sent to Iraq, certainly on the weapons of mass destruction lie. Um, yeah. And and they, they were killed. They were maimed. They 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 served yeah. this country. Yeah. They served others. And they they've you been. Know what? You know what? Growing up, um, my dad was in the military. He was in the, the, the Royal Navy for 20, 22 years, I think. Mm. Um, and and we had a good life because of that. Um, we we travelled the world. We we stayed in exotic places like Hong Kong and things like that. Um, and and it was good. And we we thought that you know, our, we knew that my father was making like an important contribution to to how the the world was run at that point and how Britain was perceived on it. And he was he was keeping you know the empire going, so to speak. Yeah. Um, but when you look back now and think about what soldiers have been used for, um, and when I say soldiers, I mean all the military, you know, RAF, Navy and, and Army, um, they're really just tools of the state, aren't they? Yeah, and, of course they are. Yeah. That's, that's exactly like we can, we can and, write, wind it round to the situation we're going through right now and say the same thing yeah. about the police, you know, yeah. and we can say the same thing about now the Australian military. Look at the Australian um, military. Absolutely. I mean, and you look at, you look at the police as well. You join the police, you think you're joining a vocation, you think you're, you're going to go out there and help people. You know, I, I mean, you're going to enforce the law, right? But you're helping people, the majority of people, because because you're enforcing the law. But uh, I mean, if a woman called up the, if a woman called up the police right now and said she was being attacked, yeah, it's it's a fifty fifty chance as to whether or not they would turn up. If a bank oh. turned up, but if a bank called up and said our alarm's going off, they'd yeah. be there like that with fifty cards. Yeah, you know? well, it it's like. And I'm I'm trying to get to the point. All these services are are basically just 
tools of the state, and Absolutely. and you're not you're not there, you're not there to protect people anymore. No, right? they're, they're, they're to protect the interests of the state and exactly. private corporation. Yeah, you're protecting property. That's what you're protecting. You're protecting you know corporations. You're protecting yeah. money. You're protecting you know oil. You're you're not protecting people. You're protecting the the as you said the resources of the state. Let's and wind the clock back to Monday. Bill. Let's wind the clock back to Monday when there yeah. was a protest. I was completely unaware was going on, or, or I would have attended in central London. And uh, foolishly or not, they attempted to storm the BBC. Yeah. Well, what they thought was the BBC. Yeah. Um. It was. It previously was a BBC building. Now it's like ninety percent luxury flats and the loose women studio. But it's still owned by the BBC, I believe. But um, well, it's, it's still an actual. There is an actual studio in there, though. Yeah, the so Loose Women not, Studio, but that's yeah. ITV. But I believe it's still yeah. owned by the BBC. Right. However, right. So, so let's wind the clock back to that and and look how many police officers were there to protect the building. <laughs> they were there to protect the building. Yep. Um, and, and that's all they were being used for. They were being yeah. used. It's a tool to protect property, to protect the building. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's so frustrating. It's like when when I went on a march and we went past the BBC, um, once again, the blockades, the rows of police officers to protect mm-hmm. the actual BBC building. Mm-hmm. They weren't there to protect the people inside. They no. were there to protect the property. Yeah. They were there to stop the doors getting smashed or the, or the weird statue being pulled down. Yeah, well, I joined the police in 1983, okay? And um, and I thought, you know, when you went out on the beat and whatever, you were there to protect people. Um, but that soon, that soon changed once I actually got on the street because when you were, let's just say it was night shift and you were going out and you were told, you know, what you had to do and you were given a beat, which is an, an area that you're going to patrol, okay? Yeah. But you're... Your mission is to go and check property, okay? Absolutely. So you go around and you check all the doors and the and the businesses are shut and locked up, mm-hmm. and and you and you basically do that all night. You walk around and you make sure nobody's breaking into property. That's not protecting people as such. All you're doing is making sure that the businesses are, are there in the morning. And mm-hmm. and you know what? If people really needed those businesses, they wouldn't be breaking into them. So Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just like, it, it's bizarre. And you find a property that's open, like one night we find the cinema open, and this was fortuitous because it was fucking cold, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and the cinema was open, so we went in and we sat down and we and we waited for the keyholder to come and, and close the premises back up. So we were in the warm for, you know, an hour and a half or whatever during the, during the night. But it's like, all you're doing is protecting property. And I'm thinking, hold on a minute, this is... Not this what we signed I, up for. Yeah, this isn't what I signed up for. I didn't fucking want to walk the streets and fucking go and pull doors all night and make sure property was secure. No. And it's like, it, it's mental. That's, I mean, later on, when I got into other parts of the police, there are differences sometimes, right? Because, I mean, I, I did, I spent many years in firearms, I spent many years in traffic as well. And you are doing different things, but 
90% of the time, what you're doing is making money for, yes. either the for either the local council or the national government. That's all you're doing. You're making money. Look. Like I said, your job as a police officer is to protect the interests of whatever the agenda of the government is at the time yeah. and, and private corporation, yeah. because private corporation is ultimately what funds the agenda of the government at the time. Very, very rarely, you will make a difference to someone's life, Very, but very rarely. Like, uh, and, and I'm not being a dick and blowing my own trumpet. I saved uh, or I pulled 18 people out of flats that were on fire. Uh, sorry, right. eight people. So I got accommodation for that, you know. I went into a burning building and I, uh, I made sure that everyone got out and, and then had to go back in and pull out the guy who went back for his fags, you know. Yeah. But, so, occasionally you make a difference and you make a real difference to people's lives, right? Yeah. But that's that's few and far between. You know, 90% of the time, you're looking after the interests of the state. So, do you regret your time in the police then? No, no, not at all. You know, it was um, you, you know what? As you as you experience life, you have to take the experiences you're given and 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 build on them and look at it. And, yeah. And, I, and you know, most of the time I had in the police was a great laugh. It was fantastic. So I, I let, me else. let me ask you something else. Let me ask you something else. Take yourself back to that mindset. You're a police officer. Yeah, you 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 you're you're wanting to make a difference at least. Yeah, and you're asked to enforce these rules. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I I would I I I probably from from that point of view, I wasn't a great police officer because I was always questioning things. Um, uh, in fact, I remember once the uh, the chief constable came to visit us, and we were. You know, in the the briefing the briefing room, we're all sitting down in our chairs, and he comes in, and he, he gives us a speech, and then he, he asks us for questions, and I put my hand up, and this, you can see the fucking inspector going, "Oh no, it's fucking Porter. Why is he asking a question?" <laughs> you know, and I asked a question that he couldn't fucking answer, I, and to this day, I can't remember what the question was, but it was a brilliant question, and everybody in the room's going, "Yeah, that's a good question." And and the chief and the chief constable couldn't answer the question, and and they fucking just basically glossed over it and moved on to something else. And after it, the inspector comes up and goes, "Why the fuck did you ask that question?" And goes, "Well, because I wanted an answer, and I didn't get one." And he's like. So yeah, I okay. just want to I just want to interject and take this opportunity to thank everybody watching live. You'll also be able to if you're not watching this live, thank you for listening on the podcast. Uh, but thank you everyone. Hello, I can see seven pounds eighty four. I can see Adam. I can see Rebecca. I can see Shalini Vaughn. I uh, there's plenty of people here live tonight. So um, welcome, welcome, and thank you for joining us. Um, and once again, if you're listening back a lot, well, not live on the podcast at your leisure, it could be an evening, could be a morning. Good, good evening, good morning, good afternoon, whenever it is. Thank you for listening to us ramble. Now, um, I just want to, if I sound a bit slower today, it's because um, I've not had a good couple of days health wise. When I got home last night from London, I um, am. <laughs> Okay, John's turned. Look, for those listening, John's turned into like a tiny little mini, mini John. That's tremendous. <laughs> what did you do? I haven't done anything. 
<laughs> what did you? <laughs> so the, when wonders, I... the wonders of modern software. I mean, everything was going so well, wasn't it? <laughs> well, no, it wasn't because this is our second time trying to go live. Nothing was going third, well. Third, I think you'll find. Right, third, yeah. Yeah. But when I got home last night uh, from London, John, um, I, I, I'm disabled, obviously. I have a, 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 an issue with my body. My joints and my muscles are attacking themselves uh, constantly. Yeah. It's a form of MS. And I had an attack last night, a very, 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 very severe one, um, to the point where I had two choices. It was ring an ambulance or pass out from the pain. I chose to pass out from the pain. Um and then I woke up again at 2 a.m. in more pain. And yeah. the cycle went round again. And I passed out once again. And then I woke up feeling a bit better this morning. And I've been medicating myself throughout the day. I've had two baths. Yeah. I've cooked I've cooked real food today. You know, nothing processed, everything from scratch yeah. and the like. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to keep keep myself together. So if I if I do sort of crash or anything like that just no it's nothing personal i'm just not i'm i'm not 100 percent at all today i wouldn't even say i'm 50 percent at the moment i'm just i'm i'm not well yeah yeah no i appreciate that ben and and i've obviously seen your tweets and and obviously you know we hope that everything goes better for you you know but i will persist and i will push on Because even if it's having this conversation with you or it's going out on a protest or it's covering this, that and the other, right? My mindset is stuck in those kids. Yeah. Those kids of mine. And yeah. I'm not I'm not gonna stop doing anything until though I can guarantee that those kids are gonna have some form of freedom. Yeah. Yeah. So on that point, yesterday I went to Angoulême instead of Poitiers. Yes. So we went went to a different city to see what was happening down here. Oh, pardon me. And I will send you some video. Because I, I live stream some stuff, but the live stream quality is abysmal. I am convinced they are sh- they are they're shutting down the are they're throttling the, the quality. They on, do it in uh, London. Yeah, I'm convinced they're doing it here as well because as soon as you start live streaming the quality just it turns to shit. Um uh, well but, actually uh, I will say yesterday I had Perfect live streaming quality yesterday. Yeah, very weird. Because nobody was there. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, well, we will get to that. You continue your story. So we went to Angoulême and um and Poitiers. Poitiers, I had estimated around about 200, 300 people. Um, so um, I went to Angoulême and we started gathering. They started gathering at two o'clock, and it didn't look that busy and. You know, and then by the time they took off, yeah, and the cops had all appeared, and this was the first time I'd seen this. It wasn't just the police municipal; there was so it wasn't just the city police. There was also a gendarmerie nationale there with their TSG style, you know, flak jackets and all black, uh, all black uniforms. No helmets though, no helmets. And well, that's good at least. Yeah, it means they're not they're, they weren't planning to do anything yeah. drastic. Yeah, and a first. None of the cops were wearing masks. So in Poitiers, all the cops were wearing masks, but none of the cops were wearing masks. Now it was 34 degrees. Okay. So still it, worth a round of applause, John. Yeah, still worth yeah, a round of applause. Warm, except for two of them, right? Two of the cops were wearing masks. The one wearing 
casual clothes in the denim jacket. And the other room wearing a check shirt. That's right. I saw your picture. It's like you could tell which ones were the undercover cops yeah. because they were the only fuckers wearing masks. Exactly. None of the yeah. none of I think there was one person, one other person on the march was wearing a mask, and that was about it. Um, but by the time we took off and started walking, um, and and obviously with the the singing of the Marseillaise and then the uh, shouts of liberty and and, and whatever. Yeah. Liberté. Yeah, we did a quick head count, and there was about a thousand. I think it was eight hundred and twenty-nine at one point, and then you know we, it it quickly came up to about a thousand, and it just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. That's so, what happens on the London marches. Yeah, so it starts so reckon, off, and then they just increase in size as they go. So we reckoned about two thousand people by the end of it, which was pretty good. Yeah. Um, and I was speaking to after uh, afterwards. I was speaking to a couple of the organisers. One who was dressed as Robin Hood, <laughs> and we had we had a kind of a strange half English, half French conversation as to why he was dressed as Robin Hood because you know Robin Hood est anglais, oui, <laughs> but um, oui. it's because he's they are they are fighting against the bad sheriff, who is Macron, <laughs> Emmanuel Macron, the sheriff oh, of Paris. So that's why they're dressed as Robin Hood, and he had Robin Hood, and his um, his sidekick Little John was there as well, who was a that's very great. very big uh, black chap. Yeah, but yeah, you know, so they were they were really good, and he was saying that last week they had over three thousand people. Um, yeah. But this is a big holiday week in France. The second and the second and third week in, in August are very big holiday weeks. August is a holiday month in France, but this is the big holiday week. So he, he anticipates the crowd getting bigger next week and then again the week after. So I think I might go back down to Angoulême. It's not that much further than Poitiers. It's only like another 10k or whatever. And um, there's more city. people. Yeah, and more pe- way more people. So um, um, let me ask you, let me ask you, John, um, I know you've alluded to it, but, but I thought you could elaborate. Um, how are the businesses doing with the pass sanitaire? Oh. I found some good stuff. So we had a couple of um, we had a couple of expats joined us on the march. So we've actually we've got people to come to the the uh, the protest now. So a couple from from this town that I'm living in just now and another town nearby. They okay. came they came over and joined us on the march, and um, and one of their one of their um, one of the guys that was there, his girlfriend works in a local bar, shall we say, and apparently, profit or not profits, but takings have plummeted. Of course, they have the, since this was applied in in Monday because nobody's going. Uh, last night, Sean went out and he went down the t- or the the night before he went down the town for a look, and he sat on the bench outside the bar and stole their Wi-Fi again, but. Uh, so he's sitting out there, and the bar was shut at eight o'clock because there was nobody there on a Saturday night. I mean, I find it difficult to feel sorry for them if they don't push back. Oh. So if they turn around and they say, you know, pass sanitaire required, monsieur, um, then I, I think they deserve to go under. I'm going to be honest with you, and it's the same in this country as well. Um, if 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 they do implement the mandatory pass, I believe yeah. that anybody that refuses to uh, go in there is is well within their rights. And do you know what? Just as in France, uh, as here as well, I I know there are many people who have 
had the treatments yeah. um who who are refusing to to go to these establishments i mean oh, i've yeah. spoken i've spoken to elderly people on monday protests here you know in london who have told me they have had both treatments but yeah. they are there for the rights of the generation after them yeah. and the generation after that because you know i i, I was looking at an argument earlier in the week between adam brooks and james whale and james whale is a talk radio presenter <laughs> James Whale is a tool. I think the word you're looking for is tool. (laughs) Do you know what strikes me the most is James Whale has mostly lived his life, right? He's lived a life of, uh, especially in the later years, a life of wealth, a life of privilege, being able to do basically what he wants. And um, he's now turning around and saying, well, you can't have that. I can't have that. My kids can't have that. But he's had it. Yeah, but, yeah, and that's what really, really is pissing me off about all these so, so quite unquote wealthy older people who have been able to swan around the world, do what they yeah. want, mm-hmm. um, and then now think that just because their time is done, um, sore arm in the chat says here he's a has been of no relevance, but he's a has been of no relevance that's lived a privileged life, mm-hmm. um, has got enough money that, like for example the outrageous costs of testing. There's no bother to someone like Jake yeah. Whale yeah. to be able to go um, traveling. I mean, now we, we've seen the uh, the announcement today that the third treatment will be compulsory to uh, travel. And it will also be compulsory to care home staff here in the United <sighs> Kingdom. Oh, just, yeah, as I, just as I warned, and I warned this, over and over again, and John has shrunk again, so we'll try not to laugh. Right, but so this is, this is to do with, obviously when I put my hands in front of my face, that's what yeah. happens. Yeah, okay. All right, carry on, sorry. But but I warned, didn't I? I I've I've yeah. been saying I've been saying this has all been about the system, and people disagreed with me. I think even you kind of disagreed with me at one point, but um, I, I, I stand I stand firm. I I say the system was the goal. The system will always, the system was the end game. And we're yeah. seeing exactly what I predicted come to pass. I mean, I've said it time and time again that to keep your tick green, it will be a third treatment. Now we're seeing keeping your tick green, at least for travel at the minute, is going to be a third treatment. And then, like I said, you give it, you give it a year, 18 months. I don't think it'll even need to be much longer than that with, with the rate things have been progressing. And it will be, oh, you've had too many calories this week, Mr. Porter. Your your tick is red. Yeah, yeah. No, I think you're right. And and <sighs> and that was always the goal. Because yeah. a, system, a system like that is ultimate control of absolutely everybody. Yeah, it is. I mean, the whole thing, the whole thing is ridiculous. I mean, my my wife's brother has just cancelled his holiday because. When he go, if he goes on holiday, he has to have a test. He's double, he's double jabbed, right? If he goes on holiday, he's got to have a test beforehand. He's got to have a test when he comes back. He's got to isolate and have another test after two days. Is this he, a UK brother? Is he here? Yeah, he's in the UK. Okay, so like, um, send him to stopcommonpath.org yeah. where he will learn about the transit trick. And it is helping a lot of people. I will briefly explain. Under okay. under under the laws, obviously, 
people need to be legally allowed to transit out of the country because we're a transport hub. People come in, they yeah. get a connecting flight. So by our laws, you can right, so you can land back into the UK, anywhere in the UK. Yeah. And you can have a five pound Ryanair flight out of the UK booked within 24 hours. Right. Yeah. You then come through customs, no testing required, no isolation required, nothing of the sort. And you don't have to catch that ongoing flight. But yeah. you are legally a transit passenger. You don't have to pay for the tests. You don't have to pay for the isolation. You don't have yeah. to do any of that. And it will work from red list as well. So you wouldn't have to go into the quarantine hotel. That would be <laughs> that that is that and the thing is there's no way out of it. Because um if the government were to try and change it, then nobody would transit through the country. Yeah. And, and it would kill our aviation society. Yeah. Uh, StopCommonPass.org, uh, my friend David Nolan, who's been on the show a few times, he actually tested it. He went to Poland a couple of weeks ago, right. um, came back, transit passenger, got through. Ah. Did not quarantine, did not isolate, and we're hearing success stories more and more after what he's done. But if you go to StopCommonPass.org, he has an article called Operation Transit. It is yep. worth sending people to. Right. Okay, well, that's interesting. Um, the, what and were it's all we completely talking legal. It's all yeah, completely yeah, legal. Yeah, no. What were we talking about before we got into that? Because I, I just about I had something to finish off. Your brother, uh, brother-in-law. No, before oh, that, right. before that, we were back on. Oh God! Where were we? Where were we? I've lost my train of thought. Anybody in the chat? Tell us where we were um, before. Oh, Shalini says you can follow Stop Common Path on Telegram. Yes, you can. And uh, we've penciled in a show with David tomorrow night on my platform as well. So hopefully he will be with me tomorrow night. Um, I was with him at the protest yesterday. Cool. You were talking. You were talking about protests, and then we. Where did we, come on? Where did we go? Oh. Right. More information as well about what's happening here. So in the right. town I'm in, there's quite a large expat community. Yes. And it appears that despite me thinking it was the rock the other way, it appears that many of the expat community are not taking the jab. Okay. So the English people aren't taking the jab. And that's probably one of the reasons why the traffic in the and the the local bar, the local French bar, is down because right. he's he's been very draconian about it. You know, he's yeah. he's implementing it. You know, you've got to show it, or you you can't get. Um, I mean, I, as I said, I went in and I said, "What's the score?" And they said, "Well, if you if you're not double vaccinated and you don't have this, you can't get served. We can't serve you, but you can get a takeaway." And I said, "No, thanks." You know. I'm but the thing is, once well, but once you're inside the building, you're inside the building, and it renders it null and void. I, I it know, renders I know. it null and bloody void. You're the, inside you're, the bloody building. The thing, the 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 thing is a complete joke. It really is, but. You know, that's the way it works. So anyway, um I well it doesn't work. Yeah. Because once like I said, it's fucking null and void. But there is another bar which yes. is frequented by the English people, right? Probably more so. So that's yeah, I would say maybe seventy percent of its trades English or, okay. or or British. And um apparently he's not asking at all. That's now, good. I'm surprised because this guy who runs this other bar is a bedwetter. 
I was going to say, he was the one that made you order on the app, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, he tried to, but the app doesn't work, so... But what just, I'm thinking, the whole what thing I'm thinking is he knows, where, he knows where his bread is buttered. Exactly. Yeah. He knows where his money's coming from, and he knows yeah. that if he starts asking for this, people aren't going to go. And and also, people have started... There's a, there's a big kind of... I, I don't know if I've sent you a picture. There's a big kind of covered area in the middle of the, the town square. You didn't send me a picture, but um, have people started having their own meetups and yes, cafes? Yes, they have. They've started sitting there and having a drink and having lunch and things like that. So they're Good. building. Their, they're, they're having their own terraces without having to go to you know the any of the bars or restaurants. So they're doing their own thing. One of my uh, one of my French French female followers actually she. I saw a tweet the other day. She said, uh, I, I was so proud. She lives in England. And she said, I was yeah. so proud to see um, the, the town where my brother lives uh, started doing exactly what you said. And she yeah. said, and when I clicked on the article, there was my brother in the second photo. <laughs> <laughs> and I That's thought, good. Absolutely brilliant. Bang on. Yeah. So I've been asked in the chat about yeah. yesterday. Uh-huh. Where do I begin? Oh, yesterday um, in, in England. Yeah. In London. Right, so. Right. I've done my usual, driven up to London, parked <clears> in, in, in Westminster. Yeah. Um, gone to set up my equipment, and my gimbal has fucking blown up. Yeah. Right, so that's not working, and I I can't hold a fucking shaky phone because I've got, I get shakes and stuff, right? Yeah. So... I've had to rush literally on a mobility scooter from Westminster to the Jessops on Oxford Street, right? Yeah. So that I can buy another gimbal. Um, thank you to all in my chat who helped me out towards the cost of that, by the way. Um, I got a Xeon Smooth Q3. What a piece of shit. But it worked for the day. Um, I'm, I'm actually gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna sell it and put the extra on top to buy another DJI, despite the fact that two have blown up on me when they work, they work, you know, yeah. this, this one was just, I, I was stressing and people could see that I was stressing, trying to get this thing to work. So I arrived at Charing Cross station, um, which was um, the start point of yesterday, what, the, what they called the People's, the People's March. Um, and I even, I, do you know what? I actually asked the police officer, I said, so where is this protest supposed, supposed to be? Because I couldn't see anything. I could just see you know, a few crowds of people outside of a train station. And they pointed and said, that's it. And I just went, oh. no. About 200, 300 people max had arrived. Um, yep. And it was set to set off at 1pm. And I, I arrived actually about five past one because I had, had to shoot across London to get this gimbal and get back. And I, when I got there, I wondered had it had it moved on, but it but it hadn't. Um, and we were there for about half hour, 40 minutes outside Charing Cross. And I spoke to a few people um, and a few more people did arrive. So it was maybe 300, 400 max total. Um and then nothing was happening. And there was a preset route supposed to go Fleet Street, a bunch of other places, and then finish up in Westminster, um, outside Downing Street. And we weren't moving. And um, 
all of a sudden, a guy and a girl who have now admitted on Twitter they were nothing to do with organizing the event uh, took control and said, let's get marching. So I'm guessing the people who did advertise it, organize it or something like that, maybe didn't even turn up. I don't know. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> So we got marching on a completely different route to what was advertised. It also said no speeches. So we've, we've been we've been marching about what 15, 15 20 minutes. We 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 wound up at Downing Street. Um, the Gurkhas are on day nine today of their hunger fast. Yeah. Um, and we'll get back to that in a minute. Um, and we stopped there and we you know showed solidarity and applauded them and the like. And then moved on up and made it to about Piccadilly Circus. And um, it wasn't even an hour into marching. And then speeches started beginning. And then at that point, people just started bailing. They were going, bailing left, right and centre. Yeah. And a few of us decided, right, we're going back to Downing Street to go and see the Gurkhas and see that protest down there. Um so that's what I did anyway. Um, and a bunch of people that I was with uh, went to the pub. They just they bailed and went to the pub. Um, but I, I persisted and I carried on and I went back down to um, Downing Street and actually interviewed the, the Gurkhas spokesperson um, who gave us good information about what was going on, why it was going on, and yeah. asked everybody to sign their petition. And then I spoke to another protest, which was next door to them, about the atrocities in Nigeria. Um, and uh, then, then I sort of, I, was, I hung around there for a couple of hours. A fucking five hundred or so people who were stark bollock naked came riding past on bikes. Um, that that was streamed. We we streamed that. Um, <laughs> stark bollock naked. I I I didn't know what I was witnessing. Um, I. Uh, they they called it the world naked bike ride. I believe it was a protest against climate change or something. They were screaming huh? less gas, more ass. Oh fuck off! Um, so they came riding past, and that was all. I streamed all of that out, so so that I didn't have to be the only one to endure this sight. So like, you can all watch this too. Um, Lisa in my chat right now kept trying to get me to join them. Um, she kept saying, "Why don't you go and go and go and join them?" Nah, I'm I'm all good. I'm all, I'm all good. Mobility scooter, naked mobility scooter ride. Yeah, I mean, yeah. okay. I I tell you what, there there weren't any uh coof masks on that on on that protest. <laughs> but maybe there should have been. <laughs> there should have been far more than that, to be honest. Like. Someone said to me in the chat a comment that stuck with me. It was just the saddle sore these people are going to get. I mean, it was it was nearly thirty degrees, John. It was nearly it was nearly fucking thirty degrees. Well, it, was, it was warm in London as well then. Oh yeah, it was warm. Oh, it wasn't it wasn't sunny so to speak, but it was warm. Um. So, right. Speaking of bike riders, who organised yesterday? Our oh, Shalini. Fucked if I know. No. So speaking of bike riders, isn't Jeremy Vine a cunt? What's he done? What's he done now? <laughs> well, he he, oh, wait, some... 
He tweeted, that phone call. He, no, he tweeted some stupid fucking video about you know, sitting behind guys who were running three abreast or four abreast on the road and he'd, he'd filmed it from his car and he's going, this is how bike riders should ride in the country. You know, it calms everybody down. It keeps the traffic to a minimum speed and all this. And I'm thinking, hold on a minute. The highway code says you shouldn't ride any wall into a breast. Yep. <laughs> but he turns out to be a fucking lycra cad. Oh, lycra he is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, believe me. He, 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 and he, he films yeah. every bike ride he does with a GoPro on his head. He's just so that, that he can, Yeah, yeah. Just so he can have a go at anybody. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, he films the altercations and he puts them up on Twitter. He's just a cunt. Something needs to take him out. I'd like to see him. I'd like to see him as a mascot on the bonnet of a Range Rover. Uh, for 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 um for um for um uh, legal purposes, we at Chasing Descent are not asking somebody to do that. No, just... no, no, of course. I just like to see it. That's all. <laughs> Just, just, uh, just covering our asses there, John. Despite yeah, the fact that we're not funded, we don't want to end up sued. No, no, not, not at all. Of course not. But um, no. the man, the man is a liability. He really is. And I, and I can't my believe God, he got into so many fights with people about you know, you know why, why, and 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 even cyclists were coming on and going, "This is why the public don't like us because Jeremy Vine's a cunt, basically." <laughs> Well, um, yeah, disavow but support says Sohram. Yeah, that's 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 the position. Yeah. Um, yes, Sohram. He was indeed Jeremy Vine. Was indeed the person who called the police and made uh, false allegations about being stalked by Alex Belfield. Yes, he was. Yes, that, that is absolutely the case. Yeah. Uh, I mean, no Alex Belfield. No further action, I think, as it was, wasn't it? From yeah, um, uh, Alex Belfield named him publicly a couple of months yeah, ago. And yeah. uh, it was actually me saying, uh, so do you want to comment on the Alex Belfield situation to Jeremy Vine that got me blocked? <laughs> I, 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 I said to him, do you want to comment on the Alex Belfield situation? Bad do, do you know what it's he like said to me? He, he said to me? He said, he, he did reply to me. He said, I don't know what you're talking about. And I just simply said to him, yes, you do, Jeremy. And then he blocked me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's an asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, but the thing is, he's 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 hyped himself up so much over his career that he 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 genuinely feels entitled to be that asshole. He thinks he is, you know, big fish in a small pond, so to speak. Yeah. Um. He he definitely believes the Jeremy Vine hype. He definitely he's probably had a bunch of yes men and women around him at the BBC for God knows yeah. how long. Yeah, and uh, he 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 sniffs his own farts. He absolutely yeah. does. Oh, I, yeah. Um, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he absolutely does. So he, yeah. he's a cunt. He is. He's a there's, cunt. There's no other word to describe him. No, he, he's a cunt. Um. <laughs> Adam says, uh, yep, he is just a Beeb Z-list celebrity. But isn't he one of the highest paid there? I believe he is. Is he? I believe he's he's, he's in the top tier of, of, of pay. Quote me, tell me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure he's getting paid a lot. 
because he does like that game show, that fucking eggheads game show. He, he's got his Radio Five Live show, um, and that's one of the most listened to uh, shows on the BBC. Speaking of his Radio Five Live show, did you hear the call? No. Right. So uh, there was a phone call to Jeremy Vine's Radio Five Live show this week, in uh, which a man started uh, giving him all of the yellow card facts and figures. <laughs> that and, um, will. <laughs> and instead of instead of actually properly addressing the points, yeah. um, he fucking he turned around and he went. But you told us when you called in that you used to be an anti-vaxxer and then you got a serious bout of the coof in May and you changed your mind. That's what you told us. And it's this John bloke turned around and went, well, how do you think I got on the air with you, Jeremy? (laughs) (laughs) If I'd actually told you what I wanted to talk to you about, you wouldn't have put me through. Yeah, and he, he was just going. The yellow card is a self-reporting scheme. He's going. It's a self-reporting scheme, uh, and I'm sitting there thinking, yeah, you're kind of right. It it is, but fifteen hundred people reported dead. Yeah. I have to be very careful with my words here because we're on YouTube, right? Yeah, okay. reported dead in relation to these treatments, right? Dead to the yellow card scheme. They didn't refer themselves, did they? No, no, they no, didn't. no, they didn't. And, no. and the twenty, the twenty odd thousand on the Euro, the the Eudora scheme, i.e., the the European one, they didn't resell, refer themselves either. Of course, they didn't. What what are they doing? They uh, they just quickly waking up in the funeral home, tapping it into the old yellow card scheme, going, <laughs> "Oh yeah, I forgot to do that," and then lying back down, deceased, yeah. ready for the ceremony. Like I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I know it's something we shouldn't be joking about. These are people who have passed away, obviously, but yeah, you, you know, his argument falls flat, the self-referral scheme argument, when you just take the deaths out of the equation. We'll, yeah, we'll just bring the deaths into the equation. Somebody else is referring those deaths, be it a family member, be it on at many occasions, a medical professional. Yeah. I mean, Jesse used to work in a care home where... Um, I believe it was Mondays and Fridays, the head nurse would do nothing but fucking yellow card referrals. Yeah. It's... It wasn't... They weren't self-referred. No, they weren't. They weren't. <laughs> oh, it doesn't oh. Adam, I'm not going to repeat that because I don't want to get banned from platforms, but... um. Well, I will. As he says, they didn't die of the coof jab. They died of midazolam poisoning. Well, that's possible. That is a possibility, yes. It's, yeah. But it, but it's not confirmed. I can't confirm it. But um, it's, it's well, you've heard suspicious. Of, you've heard of the Liverpool Care Pathway, haven't you? Uh, yeah, the Liverpool Care Pathway is, was restarted in March 2020, wasn't it, John? Yes, it was. Yes, just we weren't told about it, were we, John? No, we weren't. No. Um, and that's why Matthew Hancock ordered basically all of Europe's supply of midazolam. Um, we won't... Uh, I mean, I, I know people with epilepsy who take midazolam for epilepsy. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's not just say it is a pathway drug, but um, for sure there is... Uh, 
no other reason for our country to have ordered so much of the fucking stuff other than it was going to be used in pathways. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. How fucking morbid is that? I know. And I'm sitting like, half dead. It's like, you know, I, I was speaking to some people today and, and they said, but euthanasia is, is illegal in England, isn't it? And I goes, you would think so. You uh, not, not, so. not if the NHS do it. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. You're right. The whole thing, I mean, is, the whole thing I mean, is a shit show. It really is. I mean, any so-called um, care pathway that involves drugs is essentially a euthanasia. It is. It is. Yeah, it is. Um, if, it, if, if it involves drugs to speed the passing away along... Of course. I mean, if it involves drugs just to make them comfortable, I would I wouldn't say that. But yeah. if it's if it's involving drugs to speed it along, in which some pathways do, um, that's euthanasia. Of course, it is. Yeah, you can dress yeah. it up. You can call it a care pathway. You can call it whatever the hell you like. It's euthanasia. Um, By any other name, yeah. I mean, my 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 grandmother. She's seventy six years old, right? She's on fucking notice. That woman. Uh, she keeps forgetting stuff and I keep saying to her Nan Nan I keep saying if you're going to keep this up I say to her we're going on a nice holiday to Switzerland Nanny (laughs) (laughs) it's a lovely it's a lovely country and it's a home of a company called Digitas yep yep yep. we're going to go stay at a nice hotel called uh, Dijnitas um and uh, and uh, I'll get you and, some toast. And you run. have a lovely long sleep. You have a. Lo- <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, anybody that wants to get offended by that, my nan laughs her arse off at it because we all um, we're quite to, a morbid family. To <laughs> to be fair, if anyone listening to us gets offended at that, then they could go and take a fuck to themselves. Well, this is it <laughs> because we don't care. <laughs> This is this is it. I mean, I just wanted to caveat that that with that. Like my nan, my nan finds it funny. We find, yeah. it, you know, my my wife all the time. She's like, when when I'm having an attack, like like last night, she's like, I'm gonna just gonna take you to the vet and have you put I down. It's cheaper. What to check the insurance first? <laughs> <laughs> and this is why I do not have life insurance. <laughs> Because you know you would be on borrowed time. <laughs> well, I'm on fucking borrowed time anyway. Yeah, yeah, but you don't want your nearest and dearest helping you along, do you? <laughs> no, that's uh, that's true. The only person that's going to help me along is me because I've always. T- but the thing is, like, let's let's quickly talk about euthanasia for a minute because obviously I've got a um, degenerative condition, right? Yeah. And uh, let me put this as directly as possible. I have turned around to my wife and I have said. The minute I can no longer wipe my own ass, it's time to go, love. Yeah. Because I don't want to put that burden on anybody else, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I don't, I also don't want my kids remembering me like that. Yeah. So, you know, as, 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 as harsh and maybe selfish as that sounds, like when I can no longer fully function and I can't do anything for myself, what kind of life is that? 
Yeah. I mean, no, I don't, I don't want to live that kind of life, and I don't want my children to remember me living that kind of life. Yeah. I want, I want my children to remember me as I am. Um, yeah. A bit of an asshole, but mostly fun. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 and it pisses me off. Like, I, I, I am a supporter of, of, of euthanasia because it pisses me off that I basically told that I'm not able to make that decision for myself and that if anybody were to, to assist me, then they would be criminally prosecuted despite the fact that ever since my diagnosis, that has been my wish. Yeah. My wish is I, I will live as long as I can do basic things for myself. And if it ever gets to that point where I can't even wipe my own ass, I yeah. don't want people remembering me like that. I don't want to be that burden to someone. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that, that's fair. So while we're on the morbid subjects then? Philip let... Page on YouTube says, not an asshole, you're aloof. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are aloof. Thank you, Philip. So while, while we're on the morbid subjects, what about Plymouth? What's the scoop there? What do you think? I'm kind of holding my tongue because mm -hmm. there's been so much misinformation. There's yeah. been so well, there, many. There always is. I mean, there were people trying to say he was an American immigrant. No. Even Sky News reported for a few hours that he was from America. They did. Yeah. No, I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just shaking my head because I'm. I'm just astounded at what Sky News would fucking say. You know, because they're so, a bunch of mobs. So, from what I understand, this man was lonely. He hated uh -huh. women. Um, had probably fallen into online echo chambers. Um, yeah. Because I've seen some some of these some of these echo chambers that really do hate women, right? I, but let me let's face it, right? As all right, so let me caveat all of this as someone who was sexually abused by a woman myself. Yeah. I really didn't like women for a long time. Yeah. I really didn't. But I would never blame all women. I was just scared of them. Let's be yeah. honest. Yeah, right? okay. Um, but that's that's all changed now. Um, thanks to... I don't know if I ever told you this. I'll, I'll, I'll quickly. So my friend Lisa, um, not Lisa that's usually in our chat, but... Um, We've been friends on on Twitter for a while, and we decided we were going to go and have a holiday with with a couple of other friends as well. Um, and I was in Gatwick Airport on the phone to my wife in a disabled toilet in floods of tears because I didn't want to stay in a hotel with women because the only woman I trusted in my life was my wife. I was yeah. scared of, women. and I'm so glad I made. Well, my wife basically had a go at me and said, "Get on the fucking plane," um, because ever since then my faith in women has been restored. Uh, but it took 10, 10 plus years from the incident occurring, you know, for my faith in women to be restored. The only reason I trust my wife and trusted my wife all that time is we've known each other since we were kids. Yeah. And um, she was there when I was at my lowest. But, um, but this man had no... I guess no brilliant female role model in his life. His mother was in his life, but mm -hmm. he seems to, from his own uh, online account, seems to have hated his mother. Um, 
I don't know what's made the guy snap, but from what I understand, from what I understand, from what's being reported, family members reached out to the NHS for mental health yeah. help during the lockdowns. Yeah. yeah. I can only tell you what, what, what I've read and what, what's been reported. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I mean, I, I mean, if anyone's going <laughs> to... What gets me is I'm surprised we haven't seen more of this over the last 18 months. Because if anything's going to make anyone snap, it's been cooped up for 18 months. So, um... You say we haven't seen more of this um, here. Here where I live, uh, about two months into the first lockdown, my wife's best friend, next door neighbour, her husband came and murdered her. Bloody hell! Um, and then um, <coughs> they were they were charity workers actually, um, who had adopted disabled children. Yeah, and uh, he was found at the. The, the boarding school of the children um, and he, he was arrested but it, it, he snapped yeah. he, he, he snapped he'd lost everything yeah. he lost lost it the, the, the arguments had caused him to lose his family he'd lost his job he wasn't yeah. able to work and he snapped how much of this more has happened that we don't know about because yeah. that was that was reported locally um that was reported locally, but not nationally. But not nationally. Yeah. Um, Philip says on YouTube there has most likely been an explosion in domestic violence, which they're well aware of, but not oh, yeah. reported. I would imagine so. Yeah, yeah. I, w I would imagine so. Um, and I imagine there have been many, many, many more lockdown-related murders. Yeah. That we're just not aware of. Um, and this guy, you know, he calls himself an incel, says he identifies with what they call the incel movement. I don't think there is such a thing, to be honest. What the fuck is an incel? Involuntarily celibate, meaning women won't sleep with them. Um, they're basically... They're basically <laughs> well, that's, like, that's like every man until he finds a woman that will sleep with them. Well, exactly. So they're basically mad at the world because uh, women won't bump arteries with them. That's just ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> but from what I understand, um, he went and kicked in his mother's door yeah. and, and murdered his mother first. Yeah. Then he murdered um, a three-year-old girl and her adoptive father in the street. Random. No relation, no connection. Yeah. Um, he shot at two dog walkers. And he also murdered a woman in the doorway of a hair salon. Apparently, there are many more injured as well. Yeah. He shot at many more people. There are many more injured. And we can't be making a joke about this. What he's done? No, is... we're not making a joke. No, I'm, 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 I'm not accusing you of that. I'm just saying this is not something we can make a joke of, really. Yeah. Because what he's done is horrific. And I mean, yeah, I'm sure that there will be conspiracy theorists out there that say it's a false flag or something like that. Yeah, I, I mean, if you think back, do you remember the guy? Remember the guy that went off the reservation? Um, he shot the he shot the cop in the police car. Yeah, and he shot a few other folk, and then I, he pulled yeah. up, and he ended up killing himself. It was about these twelve things, years ago, wasn't it? These yeah, these things happen from time to time because some people just 
can't deal with situations and they don't get the help when people are actively looking for it, you know. I mean, um, the other like, thing I'll tell you is they um, he, he had the license for the gun. Yeah, yeah, it was a licensed firearm, yeah. yeah. Uh, but he had that license and that firearm removed uh, during lockdown and the police returned it. Oh, right. Um, <sighs> Why was it removed? Uh, I, I guess mental health problems. People have made reports. People people had made reports. Okay? Oh, people yeah. have made reports to, I believe, police, mental health services. They had asked for help because he was he was going off the reservation, yeah. and it was it was you know the kid's twenty two. The kid was twenty two years old. He had his whole fucking life ahead of him. Mm-hmm. He's a bodybuilder. He did, he had a good job. He had a, he, had yeah. a, he was a crane operator at the high security naval docks, right? right? Okay, yeah. First of all, crane operators generally make a fair wedge. Yeah, yeah. Second of all, being at the high security docks, I imagine he made a bit more money as well. You know. Yeah. He. He had he had things going for him. You know, he wasn't he wasn't a looker, but fucking, let's face it, John, we're punching well above our weights. <laughs> you know, let's let's face it. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Yeah, you know, it's my wit and personality that gets me by. That's what gets me by as well. (laughs) But yeah, no, I I know what you're saying. And there are people out there saying it's a a false flag and, you know, they're trying to hide something that's happened and whatever. But you know what? These things just happen sometimes. They really do. I mean, I don't care about those theories because at the end of the day, a three-year-old girl has lost her life. Yeah, and as a father, as a you know, and four other people have lost their lives. Yeah. As, as a father, that makes me very, very angry. So, uh, Soram says, "What is happening now is that anyone identified as incel or MIGTAL or red pilled is now being labelled as a far right domestic terrorist." Uh, MIGTAL, M G T O W, means men going their own way. Um, so that's us. That's us. Well, no, because it means their own way from women. Oh, right, okay. But yeah. we're red-pilled. Uh, I'd, yeah. Well, are we? Are we? Or are we just um, logical? Uh, and... Well, I, I would call us critical thinkers, but, you know. Yeah. But we're going to get tarred with a red-pilled brush. Well, well, this is this is true. I mean, I, I don't use the term. And I, no. I it's like I don't, I don't associate with, well, I don't. I'm not a member of any of the, you know, the big groups, so to speak, when it yeah. comes to all of this. We are doing what we are doing, and what we are doing is this, you know. We're having conversations not just with each other, but with uh, other people, and uh, we're, we're giving our own perspective on the news, and people can choose to listen, or, or they can choose to not. Yeah. It's it's entirely up to them. I mean, I, I, sometimes I feel sorry for those that do listen. <laughs> <laughs> But it's uh, <laughs> very much so. <laughs> I, I'll tell you something. Actually, um, today I spoke to somebody. I, I won't name them, but today I spoke to somebody about possibly adding a travel section to DescentMedia.co.uk. Okay. Right? Because we're we're a media organisation and we're we're, yeah. we're trying to do news, and uh, I want someone who will actually review travel destinations properly. 
as in not stick their tongue up their ass and say everything is brilliant because they've got a free fucking drip, right? Yeah. You can say somewhere is good, but yeah. there's, there is this, that, and the other problem, yeah. which is what a lot of places, a lot of media organizations don't, organizations don't do. So we're looking, I'm looking to, we're going to call him, if he does come on board, we're just going to call him the travel guy. We're not going to name him because he is yeah. going to be an arsehole. Yeah. <laughs> he's gonna be. Oh, he's he's you'll, you'll need to stay anonymous because people would go. Oh, that's fucking such and such the travel yeah. guy. That's a, so we're gonna call him the travel guy, and uh, we we basically we want um we want all of his all of his stuff to be just just completely honest on the ground experience. Yeah, uh, and this this is this is what we we've been trying to do for ages with Descent Media is just. Be brutally honest, and uh, I think that's what we do here with Chasing Descent as well. You know, yeah, yeah. I'm but... not telling you who it is, Shalini. <laughs> the, hey, the only the only person that will know the identity of the travel guy is me. Just think me, Shalini. Think of it like the Stig. Is he even a guy, <laughs> or am I just calling exactly. it exactly? But the only person who will know the identity of the travel guy is me. In fact, uh, if, if he does so come on board, I will submit his articles. So it's Descent Media Stig. Yes. Yes, but fear the travel guy, basically. Yeah. Basically, do good or oh, you're going to be written up shit. So um, speaking of celebrities, yeah, I see George Takei has come out as a cunt. Again? Yes. What's, what's he done this time? Oh, he's made some fucking fascist statement about people not being, not people who are not vaccinated shouldn't be first in line for medical treatment. Well, and didn't by, Schwarzenegger essentially say, screw oh, your freedom, screw well, it. Arnold Schwarzenegger is as as just another programmed robot, isn't he? He, he really is. No, Philip, it's not Moriarty. He said, does he own a travel company? Oh, fuck off. No. no it's not him, no. It's it's genuinely someone who just does... He, he does travel reviews on the internet already. Um, but I won't say where, because... I so he's a real person. He's not Moriarty. <laughs> no, no, he's a, he's a real person who does this anyway. Yeah. But he, but he, wants, he wants to be able to say what he wants sometimes. Yeah. I and can't, yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, so uh, yeah. I, I offered the platform. Schwarzenegger's a fucking, he is another programmed robot. That's all he is. He's just Screw another, another shell on the wall, isn't he? Screw your, didn't he, didn't he, um, didn't Arnold Schwarzenegger get caught giving oral sex to a woman whilst he was married? And then when he, I believe this is a true story. John Googled this to make sure I'm right. Um, and then turn around and say when he was caught, eating is not cheating. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he did. That is stuck in my head. Make, make sure I'm right. <laughs> oh, hold on, I'm Googling this, right? I'm doing it now. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger, eating is not cheating. Do it. Because if so, then then uh, if this is real, if he really did do this, I'm pretty sure he did. But if he really did do this, then uh, yeah. that's 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 the kind of moral level we're starting from with Arnold Schwarzenegger. 
And eating is not cheating. <laughs> it's real, isn't it? Yes, I think it. Well, I certainly there's certainly plenty of hats. It's, it's uh, real, Arnold isn't Schreiber, it? Arnold Schwarzenegger opens up about cheating on Maria Shriver. Yes, yep. Was a major screw-up. Uh, yes, uh, a, 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 it was a major screw-up, blah, blah, blah. Yes, yeah, so not finally. Put the plug. Yes, I think it is correct. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's exactly what happened. So you've got to remember that, like I say, this is the moral starting point that we're going from with Arnold Schwarzenegger before he wants yes. to tell somebody to screw their fucking freedom. Well, yeah. guess what, Arnold? Fuck you, buddy. Fuck you, Arnold. Fuck Hold you. Hold on a second. <laughs> Holy shit. What? Well, I can hear the rain through the studio walls. Wow. And now it's stopped. It just came it just came down like um like a fucking torrential. Yeah, that, that was torrential, it was. Torrential. But, but thankfully, I'm on the tethered internet. <laughs> so there you go. Arnold and George Dickey. So fucking twat. Twats. In George Chicago, Shatner really liked Sulu, did he? No. Shatner didn't like George Takei. He had a thing no. about him. And then maybe, let's let's face it, maybe Shatner was right. Well, Shatner's always right, to be fair. Well, for fuck's sake, he's Captain Kirk. He's got to be right. Shatner's <laughs> a fucking man. Right? Yeah. Shatner, Shatner's Twitter account, I don't know what it's like now, but it used to be the best thing ever. Because all yeah. he would do was just fucking troll people. All he would, do, uh, all he would do, uh, especially woke people. He would yeah. troll woke people all the time, and then basically he'd be like, "I don't care in my seventies." <laughs> yeah. Did you ever watch that show that he was on? That uh, shit my dad says. Like, no. Yeah, oh, he, he made a show called Shit My Dad Says. He, and it, basically, that's what he was. He was a troll in that. He was trolling his son. Chrissy says uh, Lady Gaga has come out as a cunt too. Had to show proof of the treatments for her shows in New York City. Well, that's. Isn't that the law in New York City now? I thought Lady Gaga had come out as a cunt very, very, very long ago. <laughs> Remember, remember when she literally wore a dress made of meat? Yes. <laughs> I, I don't understand why. Like yes, I, I, I don't get the point. <laughs> I, I don't understand the point that many of these so-called celebrities make on any given day. No. Um, <laughs> they, they're, just, they're just ridiculous. They're just... They they're just awful people. I mean, let's oh, fucking celebrities, man. Right, these people literally, their their lives are reading other people's words and playing pretend for a living. Yeah? That's they're my trade. I use that trademark. I I always say, I'm not taking advice from someone who plays pretend for a living. But that's what they do. <laughs> they play pretend. Yeah, okay? that's it. Yeah. And, and all of a sudden, these people are what political, scientific authorities are they? Yeah, their their word. The people who play pretend for a living, yeah. their word is worth more than 
say Dr. Professor Mike Eden, you know? Yeah. Really? Or really? Robert Malone or whatever, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Robert Malone. Maybe, maybe, maybe one of them will play Robert Malone in a movie <laughs> one time. But guess what? He's not Robert Malone. Yeah. Robert Malone is fucking Robert Malone. Um, Robert Malone invented the, uh, well, was an inventor. Of the mRNA treatment yeah. um, systems or whatever you want to call it, platform. And he's saying, stop this madness now. And yet he's called everything under the sun, despite the fact he fucking invented it. It's nuts. It's not welcome to the fucking dystopia, as yeah. our friend, friend of the channel, Big Papa Klaus would say. Um, have you seen Big Papa Klaus's YouTube channel yet, John? No. Well, actually, I haven't looked at it, but I did see a tweet from him the other day, and he posted a picture of his studio. So I mean to go and have a look at his channel. But he did ask what was missing, and I and think I said I, a picture of me. I said. Yes, you did. You did because it's all about you. But well, I was one of the inventors of Big Papa Klaus. He needs a fucking <laughs> yeah. picture of me. But what I said was he was missing a globalist flag. Ooh, oh, very nice, John. Very Big Papa Klaus. I know you're in the chat right now. So, uh, um, globalist flag. Um, Philip on YouTube says the vast majority of celebrities are simply playing their part and don't play by the rules that are set. I mean, did you see the video um, from the Anything Goes with James English podcast earlier in the week with Andrew Tate? Um, no. Andrew no. Tate is a, a multi-millionaire um, who got rich basically on webcam girls. So he lets them yeah it gives them a place to work from and takes a cut of their only fans and stuff like that it gives them a studio oh, right. stuff like that um and it, so he's a he, pimp it, is that what he is he's a pimp basically a 21st century pimp yeah but yeah. we he's <laughs> also a bit of an asshole right right okay but he's so made he's a an point. asshole and a pimp right but, but he's okay. made a point this week on the anything goes podcast he said when he was flying Wizz air um you know cheap european flights right uh, he, li he lives in eastern europe he's, he's he's english he speaks with a shitty fake american accent he lives in eastern europe right weird but um when he was flying with air the the stewardess was going put your mask up over your nose yeah and and uh he had to do the tests and and all of that to come into the uk he said but when he paid fifty thousand pounds to charter a plane into the uk Nobody, the pilots, the stewardesses or anything, were wearing masks on the private oh, plane. Yeah. He landed in Biggin Hill Airport, no test required, and it was all straight yeah. out of the airport. And in. he said that the, the coof doesn't exist for rich people. No, it doesn't. And it's, it's true. It's absolutely true. I mean... Why yeah, would you think it would? I, I, I mean... Why would he, rich people need a movement license? Exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, we know Kuf doesn't exist for rich people because one of the exemptions... They're, they're, they're exempt. They're exempt. Yeah. A lot of yeah. elite but, sports but people, one of, actors. One of, one of the exemptions for even those people who aren't that rich from from the whole thing was to be a high-value businessman. High-value businessman. Apparently the virus does, doesn't high-value businessman. It knows you're a high-value business person, right? Yeah. Elite sports people, actors... Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, it, it's it's nuts. It's nuts because FIFA, I mean, 
FIFA representatives. Um, and their when, mates. When there's a football game on. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. their mates. And yeah. Tom Cruise. Yeah. And Tom Cruise. Huh? Well, Tom yeah. Cruise has been in the country for a, 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 a fair while now, hasn't he? Because he's been filming that Mission Impossible film for most of the year. Yeah. Um, but didn't he, like, go to fucking... Three Goodwood, events of one Goodwood, Wimbledon, and fucking Wembley final on one day. No, it was it was Goodwood, Wimbledon, and the Formula One in one day. <laughs> no, it was it was four events. Then it must have been four because he went to the Wembley final. Oh, he must have went to four because he was at the Formula One as well. Um, he, was with, he was there with the guys from Channel Four. But he's, you know, fucking poison dwarf Tom Cruise. Yeah. Running around telling everybody on his set, you put and your bet, mask on. He's not vaccinated because his his religion won't allow it, will they? Scientologists. No, they won't. They don't allow. Uh, they don't allow many medications. Or do they? Do they allow any medication of any sort? I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure they're quite strict on these things. They are. They're very strict on these things. Philip says during COOF, the minimum weight limit for private jets, which means you just land and leave the airfield without any checks was raised to 10 ton from was raised from 10 ton to 15 tons allowing bigger jets to fly in <laughs> of course it was of course yes there you go of course it was because uh, like mr tate said in his interview uh does not exist for the rich it no, doesn't it does not it does not but he had to pay you know he had to pay 50 grand the privilege of not having a test. Yeah, he's a pimp. He's a pimp. He's got loads of money. <laughs> well, he does have loads of money. Yeah, I mean, his he does have money. But but, but like I said, he's a fucking asshole. But he's right. Yeah, it he's doesn't. Right. It doesn't. And I don't get how long it's going to take. Well, I don't understand how it's taken so long for just like two percent of the population to wake up to this fact. Well, you know what? Uh, I mean. We had that we had that chat on Wednesday with Mark Changizi. We did, um, and and I was I was quite down during that chat actually because you were some of the things that he was saying were really hitting home, you know. And I thought, yeah, he's right, you know. And and I knew these things anyway, but just to hear Mark articulate it, kind of put it in perspective, and I thought, yeah. You, we are in here for the long haul. This isn't. Mm. This isn't gonna. This isn't gonna go away overnight. This is not months. This is. There's going to be years before we get rid of this because the the main thing I took from that was yeah the world has devolved into a collective madness overnight. Yes. Effect, and and everybody has jumped on that bandwagon, but we only come out at one person at a time. And that's the thing. That's why it's going to take so long to come out of it. But everything that we do to help and improve people's knowledge and to help them to get out of it makes yeah. a difference. So this is why I'm I'm, by, I'm upbeat again, and especially after yesterday when I had those those other people that came along to the, the to the protest because it's only it's one step at a time. And everybody's got to be on board, and it's going to take us a long time to get out of it. But we'll get there. We will well, get. I, I got um, a message. I got this message back in uh, on the fifth of June, twenty one. Right. Yeah. Um. And this message, I'll, I'll read it out to you verbatim. Is from a guy called Adam, who used to come at me quite hard last year. 
just so you know in july 2020 i laughed at your posts yep. in september 2020 i ridiculed your posts in december 2020 i contemplated your part posts in march 2021 i accepted your posts in june 2021 i believed in your posts keep yeah. up the good fight yeah so that's taken that guy a year to come around yeah so- it's taken a year for him to come round to our way of thinking. But he is a supporter, you know. Yeah. He, is, he, he is a supporter yeah. now, and I do remember. I do remember him chomping at the bit with me before. Yeah. Um, yeah. But he he does appear to be, for all intents and purposes, a staunch supporter now. Yeah. Um. Uh, and it was it's things like that and it's things like when you get the the, the elderly gentleman uh, outside Downing Street who told me my videos had literally stopped him from killing himself yeah how 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 do you answer that right yeah uh, and he 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 was there yesterday as well and he says hello to me whenever he's about um and how do you answer that i i still don't, I, I just say thank you you know but yeah to know that you're you're making some kind of difference on people, um, I I I don't know. Like, it spurs me on for sure. Yeah, no, it does, and and, and it makes a. I think it 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 it's something that keeps us all going. You know, when when people come back to us with, you know. Good comments and 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 their their understanding where we're coming from because it, it, this is a war. This is this is like the Third World War, except it's not being fought on a battlefield. It's, it's been an fought, information war. Yeah, it's a, it is an information war. It's been fought on keyboards and phones throughout the world. And Alex Jones is a fucking prophet. Yeah, yeah. Right, once again, I don't I don't believe half the shit he says, but. He he was. I've seen videos from him from years ago saying you're not going to be able to go in the in the in the sports venues. You're not going to be able to do any of this yep. without without proof of this that and the other. And I, I mean, I started I started saying it from what May 2020 was when I started talking about the system. Yeah. Um. And the same people that called me a conspiracy theorist then now fucking celebrate it. You know. Yeah. And 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 despite the fact that it's come true, they still call you a conspiracy theorist. No. How many times do you need to be right <laughs> to stop being a conspiracy theorist? I have no idea, John. I have no yeah. idea. I mean, there's nothing. There's, there is nothing left. There's only. There is literally only aliens and flat Earth. I mean, I'm. I, I, aliens exist, mate, but whether or not they're going to come and invade, that's a. That's a <laughs> fucking. Leave, leave, leave that down to old George George Sukalos or whatever his name is on the on the ancient oh, alien yeah. show, yeah. Right, yeah. With, his, with his hair all over the place, going. Yeah. I'm not saying the aliens came, but the <laughs> aliens definitely came, and they bred with the humans, and now we're all hybrids. He he, he says that a lot. Yeah, there's another guy on shit, that. that David... that shit's allowed on YouTube, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. That shit, yeah. Uh, it was this guy going. They came down from the sky and they bred with they bred with the humans and now we're all hybrids. That's allowed. That's not medical misinformation, John. No, no, that's allowed. Yeah. <laughs> but 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 showing a showing an empty empty testing facility is medical misinformation. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, 
Hey, there was a guy on Twitter today doing. He, he said he was testing Red Bull with a lateral flow test, and he had a video, and he he put. First of all, he took a swab of the Red Bull and put it on the lateral flow test, and then he actually poured some on the lateral flow test, which I thought had gone a bit far. But then the lines came up. But there was only one. He said it was a positive test because the big T, the big T line came up, right? Yep. But the control line never appeared. That's, that's an invalid test. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's so, an invalid test, yes. Yeah. So, so that's, I mean, that's fucking misleading information. <laughs> but that wasn't flagged. <laughs> I'm not saying that the aliens came down, John. But they but definitely they came. They came. They, they, came they, they saw. They came, and then we're all hybrids. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a, but the, like I say, that shit. That shit's allowed. That shit's allowed. Yeah, but uh, that's not misinformation, right? That shit. Uh, you know what? It could well be true. It could, yeah, it could be. Yeah, it, it could be true. But when you when you when you when you guys sitting there with his hair all over the shop like this, right? <laughs> and he's going. The aliens definitely came down. Yeah, like, come on, come on, guys. C- come on. No, are, are we listening hey, to this guy? No, you've got to give him credit. You don't get hair like that by just falling out of bed. You've got to work at it to make your hair look, that, look like that. True. I, I mean, I, I was doing a good job of it on, on Twitter the other day, actually. I put a bad hair day picture up. Um, <laughs> yeah. it, I was I was I was channeling my inner Giorgio Sukalos. Um I was I, I was I was I was I was channeling him. Um but, right, are we getting any nonsense from the chat room? Any uh, questions or anything? Uh Adam says aliens run the government and Boris is a bad flesh suit. Um Yeah, well Boris is a bad flesh suit. Yeah, okay. I'll give him that. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Hanks drains kids of adrenochrome. What about Chet? I was gonna say Chet Hanks is what about Chet Chad. Hanks? We we need to rename him Chad Hanks, don't we? Jesus Christ! Yeah. Anybody anybody seen Chet Hanks lately? Oh, his, Mom and Dad, I'm not gonna be happy. They're not gonna oh. be happy with him, are they? Oh no! And I, I mean, I imagine Colin's a good boy as well. You know. Was, Hanks, was Tom Hanks not the first celebrity to fucking jump on the the propaganda? Of course, didn't he get like quarantined in Australia? Like, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, it's like Woody, Woody had the virus and like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but Chet seems to be switched on. One second. One second. I will find. Hold on. <laughs> so you're going to play Chet? I'm going to try and play Chet, yeah. <laughs> This was this was one of Chet's videos. Well, I'm just checking in. Oh, oh! Never spoke on it, but with the amount of people that I know, stop! Stop! Are you back? Stop! Are you back? Right. The problem is, you're you're streaming on 4G. So when you start downloading the video, you everything grinds to a halt. Are you back? Yeah. Are we back? You're streaming on 4G. Streaming? So when, when you start playing the video, everything grinds to a halt. Right. Uh, sorry about that. No, no worries, but, you know, 
I think it's I think it's because you're you're using your four G signal uh, and then you're trying we... to download the video. Yeah. Okay. I think we're back. Yeah, I think you are. Okay. Sorry about that. Um. Someone says, "Where did they go?" Where did the two go? Us? Oh. Shit. <laughs> Damn. Um. One second. We should be back. Hold on. Hold on. We should be back now. You're looking very ropey. Your signal must be poor. Yes. Hold on two seconds. I'll tell refresh stream. Right. Are we back? Yeah, I think, I think we're back. Uh, you're breaking up again. People, oh shit! Oh shit! Give me two seconds, right? I'm going to do something. I'm going to do something. Hopefully, this doesn't kill us completely, but we'll see. Uh, right. Well, meanwhile, while Ben's doing what he's doing, what about Afghanistan? Do what? What do we think? Um, what do we think the solution there that the British government have to recall Parliament to deal with? Well, what's the point? What's the point in bringing Parliament back? Um, it's not as if we're going to actually do anything about it. You back, Ben? Uh, yeah, I'm back. So I was just saying, you know, see this um, the situation in Afghanistan and and Boris recalling Parliament. What's the point? What's he intending to do? He's not going to send any more troops in. Oh, he's gone again. I hear everything's gone now. It's gone again. Keep, yep. keep it, keep it going. Yep, it's gone again. All right. Um, two seconds. Uh, try again. Right. How you doing? You back in? Nah. Tell you what, mate. You want to wind it for tonight? I can hear you now. Do you want to wind it up for tonight? I think we that's, should. Yeah. Yeah, that's an hour and a half. That's all right. So it's um, it's been an interesting week. Um, I think we've got plenty more coming next week. So we'll catch up again on Wednesday, and we'll see how things are going. Um, any. Yeah. Any traction on the call to arms for the government coming back for the recall of Parliament? No, um, not sure, John. Not sure. Um, let's I know see. Cromwell would be on there, but he's he's a solid lad, you know. But it's 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 like why can't we mobilise like the French do? I mean, the day that Macron made those statements, they were out on the streets that night, and I don't mean in one town; they were out in you know two hundred towns. Absolutely, they were. Why yeah, can't we how, do that? How can we not do that? And how can they? But anyway, it's been a good week. Um, Two and John. We'll, uh, we'll pick We're it up back again. Up. Sorry? We've gone back up. <laughs> <laughs> we'll pick it up again on Wednesday. Okay. Right. So. We'll pick it up again on Wednesday. 
It's good night from me and Ivan, and it's good night from Ben. Before he goes, if you would like to support John in any way, and I'm talking financially here, mm. it's chasingliberty.life. Uh, I'll put it in the chat now. Chasingliberty.life. Yep. Right. Uh, that says chasing libert. Let's try that one again. Chasing liberty. Dot dot life and you can buy John a coffee and if you want to support me uh, it's www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash descent so excellent excellent, excellent. and with John. that with that it's good night from me and it's it's definitely good night for me we'll speak to you Wednesday yeah Take care, everyone. Bye now. And remember, your resistance is required. It is indeed. Good night, John. Good night. Take away those diamonds. I don't need those rocks. A second-hand car and a new pair of socks. I want liberty without conditions. Roll up the carpet. On my conditions Take away those drums They're too loud Give me a guitar And I'll play to the crowd I want liberty Take away that job, I don't want to work I'll stay at home and play in the dirt I want liberty without conditions I want liberty on my conditions your line, I want liberty without conditions, work on the docks or down a hole, come out at night and pray for your soul, I want liberty without conditions, I want liberty on my conditions. Diamonds. I don't need those rocks A second-hand car And a new pair of socks I want liberty Without conditions Roll up the carpet From the floor I don't want to be your prisoner no more I want liberty Without conditions I want 
liberty on my conditions. 